Is there a day that Elon Musk is not in the news? He's back again today. And his company, Tesla, is also in the news. They're being sued by shareholders. Consumers are still wary about the economy. They told us so. But it could be worse. Take Great Britain, for example. This is the Business News Headlines for Tuesday, the 28th day of February. Thanks for being with us. In other news, the EU-Northern Ireland deal may be a Brexit reset. Hey, you want to know the real cost of the Costco buck fifty hot dog combo? We'll share. Target is targeting inflation-weary shoppers. We've got the Wall Street Report, and we're finding that the U.S. is lagging in its return to the office. Let's go. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Tarot. T-E-R-O dot com. Focus and find a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com. Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com. Thank you, Hunter Pease, and welcome to this, the final Tuesday, the final day even of the month of February. I'm your host, Michael Libby, and yes, you can find us on Twitter at IOB underscore NewsHour. So we just have to ask, is there a day of the week when Elon Musk is not in the news? We think not. Well, now it's about Tesla shareholders suing Musk and Tesla over self-driving vehicle claims. Reuters is reporting that a proposed class action lawsuit filed in San Francisco federal court, shareholders said that Tesla defrauded them over four years with false and misleading statements that concealed how its technologies suspected as a possible cause of multiple fatal crashes created a serious risk of accident and injury. They said Tesla's share price fell several times as the truth became known, including after the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration began investigating the technologies and reports that the Securities and Exchange Commission was investigating Musk's autopilot claims. The stock, by the way, has lost about half of its value since peaking in November of 2021. It seems that rising interest rates and worries about a recession are top of mind among U.S. consumers. CNN is reporting that the Conference Board report indicates that confidence index fell to 102.9 in February from a downwardly revised 106 the month before. Economists were expecting the headline index to measure 108.5. What is odd is that the Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Report caps off a particularly strong month for the U.S. economy, including a jobs report that showed a whopping 517,000 positions were added in January. The closely watched survey found that while consumers in February are bullish about their current job prospects, 48.2% of those surveyed said jobs were plentiful, up from 46.4% in January. However, the consumers in the survey said they are pulling back on buying big-ticket appliances and they're taking shorter vacations. All of this is really quite the mixed bag. If consumers in the U.S. are concerned about the economy, the folks in Great Britain 
are truly petrified. Grocery prices there has grown to 17.1% inflation levels in the four weeks that ended on February 19, according to Cantor. That's the highest rate of inflation since the data company started tracking it way back in 2008 and is equivalent to adding an extra $980 to a household's average yearly grocery bill. CNN is reporting that some supermarkets are now even rationing certain items, things like fruits and vegetables. Supermarkets and the UK government have pointed to poor weather conditions in food exporter countries like Spain and Morocco as the main cause of the shortages, but growers' groups are also blaming crippling energy costs as well as Brexit-related lack of labor and trade barriers for the tight supply. In yet another Brexit-related story, the deal struck between the EU and Northern Ireland may be a reset. CNN is reporting that the Windsor framework addresses problems with the Northern Ireland Protocol. That's been a source of bitter disputes between Britain and the European Union since they finalized their divorce agreement some three years ago. The protocol was designed to allow Northern Ireland, which is part of the United Kingdom, to remain within Europe's huge market so that it could trade goods freely across its land border with the Republic of Ireland, which is an EU member state. Its effect, however, was to disrupt trade between Great Britain and Northern Ireland and to infuriate union politicians in Belfast. Trade experts say the New Deal ends the threat of a UK-EU trade war and enhances goodwill between the two sides, which will deliver a boost to business confidence. It also paves the way for greater cooperation in other areas, which could unlock much-needed investment into the United Kingdom. So if you're a fan of Costco, you know all about the $1.50 all-beef hot dog and soda combo. Yeah, $1.50. And the company sells a bunch of them. However, now we're finding what the decision last fall to keep the buck fifty combo in place is really going to cost. The Street is reporting that in its fourth quarter earnings call, Chief Financial Officer Richard Galante said that Costco would need to be more aggressive in other areas to both make up for food inflation and be loyal to customers who have come to love the decades-old price consistency of the treasured combo. So, like, what is the chain doing? Well, how about a $9.99 roast beef sandwich and pricing standalone soda up a dime and the chicken bake went up a buck to $3.99. Meanwhile, in Costco's latest earnings call, the CFO said that raising the price of its $60 a year membership was also a question of when, not if. Well, now you know. But that buck fifty hot dog combo is still pretty good. Yes, consumers are wary about the economy, and yes, inflation is a big concern. And that is why Target has decided to, well, target inflation-weary shoppers. Yahoo Finance is reporting that Target is taking direct aim at deep-value-seeking Walmart shoppers in a bid to court inflation-battered U.S. consumers after several challenging quarters. First up, the company will expand its private label offerings. In addition, the retailer added it's going to look to appeal to value-conscious shoppers 
with more items starting at $3, $10, and even $15. The company also plans to introduce more compelling promotions and improvements to its Target Circle loyalty program. The Consumer Confidence Report hit the equity market today, and stocks did fall. The Dow cratered by 232 points to end the trade at 32,656, while the Nasdaq came off session lows to end the day down by 11 points to 11,455, and the broad market S&P 500, that fell by just over 12 points to close at 3,970. Meanwhile, West Texas Intermediate Crude was up on the day by gaining over a buck fifty to around $76.84 a barrel at news time. And finally, there is this, and this has to do with the U.S. lagging in its effort to return to the office. Three years after the pandemic widely introduced the concept of remote work, people in many countries have returned to their offices, but not the Americans. U.S. office occupancy is at 40 to 60 percent of pre-pandemic levels, says the Wall Street Journal, while offices are up to 90 percent full in Europe and up to 110 percent occupied in Asia, indicating even more workers than before the pandemic. So what's going on? America's love of remote work is not surprising. Compared to other countries, U.S. workers tend to have longer commutes, less access to public transit, and, yeah, bigger homes that made remote work much more appealing. So, yeah, we're we're sort of in that boat, too, right? Meanwhile, higher levels of in-person work in Europe and Asia have boosted the economic recoveries of their metro areas as workers spend money on items like transportation and, yeah, food. That's a wrap for the business news headlines for today. Thanks so very much for being with us, for all of us that put this together each day. Chap Ramsey is our production coordinator, sales and marketing. Aaron Libby, the voice of the business news hour, is Hunter Pease. And the music you're listening to right now is arranged, composed, and conducted by our friend James Goodlett of Jam Good Productions. For all those folks, my name's Michael Libby. Have yourself a great day. Be safe. Be well. Be careful. Most of all, be good to your fellow man. Good day.